if doors were opened, I listened, I paid attention. And if it felt right and I listened to my inner voice, I, I took the step. I was brave enough to take the risk and step through it. Hey, hey everyone, it's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl, Nina, and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. We want to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Oligo. And today we are going to be talking about the new Coffee Attic Collection. Match your hair with your favorite hot drink from black Americanos to lattes, Coffee offers unlimited inspiration for color options. These kits include formulas to achieve the trendiest coffee shades available in both Calora Permanent and Calora Gloss Demi-Permanent Hair Color. Nina, I don't know about you, but Silas live off of coffee, right? And I'm an iced coffee, sugar-free vanilla kind of boy. What is the wavelength you're riding on? <laughs> I know I cannot be the only stylist does not drink coffee. However, yes, my drinks coffee and he just <laughs> literally drinks black coffee. And even my mom always drank black coffee. So, and hold on. I'm ready. I'm a one N one B. Let's go. I am representing the black Americana, right? Yes. And so that's where we're at. But honestly, if you think about it back so far, we're always even Facebook, Instagram, whatever we're talking about, there is so much comparison to vanilla latte, chocolate mocha latte, all the, all the things <laughs> to hair color. Yeah. Coffee. So I'm actually really excited about this collection. And I love that it comes in permanent and color gloss. Yes. So that makes me very excited. But you know what also makes me excited? What name? Let me know. Our guest for the day. Oh, and I have the honor to be bringing in this amazing woman. We have the Director of Education and Creative Development for Oligo Professional, Terry Schwedeman. And she is our guest. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you so, so much, uh, both Jay and Nina for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just spend time and hang out with you. And yes, have a coffee too. Um, I believe it's Schwedeman. So there we go. Wait, no, it's <laughs> actually, it's a tough one. It's a tongue twister. Honestly, it's Schwedeman. It's Schwedeman. <laughs> I literally guys, listen, this is the best part. Cause we like to give honor to our guests and their beautiful names. And I was like saying it 400,000 times, but you know, when you over rehearse, it just happens. But Terry is iconic and we're so happy that you're here today. And don't worry about it, Jay. How do you think I felt as a little girl trying to say it? <laughs> right. <laughs> or oh even write it. Oh my yes. goodness. <laughs> yeah. And I feel that because I remember like people will say Lander because LA, right. It just looks like there should be an N and I'm like, okay, yep. We'll go with Lander today. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I am all about a little coffee talk today. Yes, same. We're going to talk coffee. 
However, I am also excited to learn more about your journey, Terry, because although we all work with Oligo, you know, there's logistics involved and we are all in different parts of the country. And so I'm actually excited to learn a little bit more about you. And if you wouldn't mind sharing, just tell us a little bit about your journey in the industry. So how you got started, why you chose this business, and then we're going to dial it in a little bit and get into, you know, where you're at now, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. All right. It's been kind of, uh, I like to call it a roller coaster ride, you know, ebbing and flowing and ups and downs as well. But I started out, you know, just loving doing hair. I think there's a lot that can relate to, you know, going to high school and your friends coming over and doing the hair before the dance, that sort of thing. So that was kind of me, um, even though I was on a different path to, you know, something more scholarly. <laughs> but I still feel that being a hairdresser is that. And I just had that that passion, you know, for the people and, and doing hair and just having fun with it. So I started out early and dove into some hair salons and I really just just loved it. And so I kept going. I don't know how much you want me to expand right now in regards to the salons or my journey that way. Do you want me to share right now? Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So not to give away my age, but you know, it was 33 years ago and wow. 80s girl. And so imagine the hair back then, <laughs> you know, we, I had the perfect 80s bouffant, you know, yes feathers happening that sort of thing and that's when I went to school and so at the end of the 80s and I was about 18 turning 19 I actually jumped right into it and bought a salon call me crazy but I took the plunge and I did it and you know it's so much learning there Um, and also I call them mistakes now, maybe at the time I might've thought of it as a failure, right? But I had so much learning that I had to do, but I was, I guess, brave and just wanted to give it a shot. So I did. And then from that journey, I decided, you know what? I'm young. I haven't traveled enough yet. So I sold it and I took off and I, I moved away into a different province here in Canada and then came back and yes. I bought another salon, but this time it was a partnership. For some reason, yes. I just wanted to go it on my own, right? And so it was a partnership. So I learned the ins and outs of that as well. And and then I as well had a daughter and then Aww. for myself. And I also opened a third salon. <laughs> so uh, what's that saying? Third time's a charm. <laughs> yes. Right. right. Because then that one kind of stuck. I learned some things along the way, not everything by no means, my goodness, for sure. And think back in the eighties, we didn't have access to everything that we do now. Right. right. That's one thing I really have a strong takeaway from is, wow, if I look back and if I could have jumped in and seen some of your took part of some of Nina's education with business and things like that, it wasn't necessarily about the craft and how to do hair, even though, you know, you fake it till you make it right. You can right. The, the end result look pretty, but what are the mechanics of that haircut looking like really at the beginning? Anyways, but if I could have had that business support that, you know, is, is accessible now and high level business support to really get me grounded as a business owner, man, 
man, that would have made a difference for myself. But all of those, you know, little mistakes or maybe that roller coaster going maybe down a little bit, they always ended up coming on a high note. And you learn as you go, you embrace absolutely everything. And you know what? I have no regrets. I have no regrets. Even though it wasn't perfect, what I've learned from then till now, even in the beauty industry is that, you know, I don't really want to be perfect. I like being (laughs) imperfectly perfect, right? Yes. And recognizing the self-growth along the way and everyone you meet along the way and all the, all of the business sides, you know, I've come a long way, but honestly, you know, it, it was more of the money management aspect of it because at a young age, and wow, all of a sudden you're making money and everything else. Well, you need some help to monitor it, engage it and everything else. Right. Um, so like I said, I've come a long way, but I still got a long ways to go. And I, I love that you shared that, you know, your experience throughout the career so far in, in your industry for this industry. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into it. So we know that you've owned salons before, right? We just talked about that. Tell us about that journey, maybe specific to some aha moments that during that time coming from a small town like being a salon owner right out of school. Do you recommend stylists coming out of school to go right into suite owning or renting or owning their own business? Or should they assist in the salon? If you can look back, like, would you have jumped all the way in feet first? Or should some, or what are those qualities if they are to jump in feet first to, you know, experience all that this beauty industry has to offer. Yeah, I can really appreciate that, Jay, because you know what? Um, I really think it depends on the individual and what their inner voice is telling them. Because, you know, that staying true to yourself and being authentic is going to give you the life experience to where you are today, whether you make mistakes, like I said, or or it's just success all the way. But some sort of preparedness, I would highly recommend and whatever that means to the individual. You know, one word, and and I just wanna point it out because it's really, really important to me, is the word should. You know, I, I remember when my daughter was a teenager and I had a chalkboard wall, you know, I wrote the word should up there, but I put a big line through it because I really felt even even back then, what should I do or what shouldn't I do was not really the path for me. And I didn't want to share that with her as well, because she will choose what she wants to do. So yes, uh, to your point, yes, getting some background, some business education, understanding accounting, understanding how mm. this work, you know, all of that groundwork, I think is is really, really important because it's not just, you know, we know how fun it is behind the chair. And I truly believe it's like the greatest job. (laughs) Yes. You know, even though maybe my, my dad might've wanted larger aspirations for me, but I really did achieve that in my own way, Mm -hmm. right? Not what I should have done, but what, what was meant for me. So yes, to, 
you know, gain as much knowledge as you can going into it. And if you feel that in your inner voice or you're courageous enough and you want to take that step and the, the opening is there, absolutely. Going back to being an assistant first, I want to share that when I first opened or to bought that first salon, the owner of the salon stayed on. Mm. So I naturally had an assisting type role. I had a mentor in place that was working with me that I could watch and could groom me almost in those beginning stages. So yes, it is nice to have a, a community surround you, whether it's two people in the salon, you know, or you're assisting with a, in a larger salon. I think it's fantastic because that community within is going to share all of their knowledge with you. And there's so much that you might not think it at that young age or just coming out of school, but that you have to share with them. And number one would be your excitement and passion for the job that you have as a hairdresser. Mm, absolutely. And I love that you brought up mentor and mentorship because I think it is so incredibly important for hairstylists coming out of school now, coming out of school 15 years ago, having a mentor and someone that you can look up to and admire and really learn from just be mm. that sponge and just soak up all of that information. Because the great news about this business is that we're always learning. Right. And, but when you are coming out of school, there is so much that you're balancing because you're trying to understand and learn the technique, but now you also have to learn and understand a business and how to grow a business and understand marketing and branding and all of the things. So I always say you have to do what you feel is best for you, but having a business plan and having projections and understanding what the business looks like is incredibly important. But I do live for an assistant or an associate program. I think it's really great. So you did mention that you are a mom and you were, you were and still are a mom, but obviously when you had your baby and you had these salons, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's at that time, two full-time jobs, being a mom and being a business owner. So I'm just curious to know how you created balance, if that even exists, right? Balance is so different for everyone, but created balance that worked for you being a mom and owning a salon. Yeah. I, I look back and honestly, I'm not sure how I did it. Yeah. You know, I, I have to pause honestly and, and think about it and go, wow, did that really happen? <laughs> you know, and I, and I was uh, a single mom as well. And so the responsibilities and, and for me, I didn't with the third salon, it was the busiest and the largest, and I didn't take new customers. So that means that I was booked out quite in advance, right? So if something came up, like my little one, my little girl was sick or anything, then that day was gone. So where yeah. do you find a place to fit it in, right? And so what I loved then was being in a small community. So you have that community support. I was in a smaller town. I didn't leave, live in uh, Calgary where I am now in a bigger center, bigger city, but you have the community. So I'll give you an example, you know, and I look back and I just love the people and how they support you because if I was running behind at my chair, like maybe the highlights were taking a bit longer or something happened, um, but there's daycare. Daycare closes at a certain time. Ah, yes. That's a, that's a real thing, right? And so 
Luckily, you know, I had somebody that was working at the daycare that in in those cases, she would text or call me and say, Terry, are you going to be late? I'll bring her to the salon. (gasps) Oh, that's amazing. Yes. And so in all honesty, even when I transitioned from a smaller center and sold that last salon and moved to a bigger city, you know, it like attracts like. So the salon that I ended up in here you know, really had that family environment, even though it was downtown, a very upscale, you know, salon, but they welcomed my daughter. Yes. (laughs) It was like the stylist actually, along with myself, became her family, you Mm -hmm. know? And so you manage and you, you work with it that way. I love that. And I can relate with being a parent and it's like so crazy because I opened a salon when they were about to go in, like Madison was in second grade, Andrew was going into kindergarten. And I mean, it takes a lot when you're building up that space and Vince had a full-time job. Thank God I had Vince, you know what I mean? But it was like battling that. But I, I know now that they're teenagers that they're like witnessing that so young, it it showed us what a well-rounded hustle, hard work to get what you want. Like now they kind of know that. So I think it's so inspirational and I'm so thankful you had support and that you brought up like, you know what I mean? Attracts alike. So it, what energy you're putting out is what you're going to get. And thank you for sharing that. I want to talk. Okay. We love talking about journeys here and you know, like someone listening to this and they're like, Oh my God, Terry is a director for all ago professional, right? I want to dig a little bit deep here. And what was the transition like for you in your journey of going from an owner, a stylist to an educator to now 33 years later in the industry to a director of education, right? Like what does that journey look like? And tell us the truth, like, it takes a lot of credibility, I would say. Yeah, and and hard work and, yeah. and time, right? And yeah. still finding that balance that, that Nina talked about um, and still keeping in some personal in there, you know, wellness. So, you know, I've always kind of been driven and liked and, mo- and motivated and up for a challenge. And so I think that was a big part of it, but... I never would have dreamt in all honesty, Mm. you know, coming from, you know, my smaller town of, I think it's 1200 people. Maybe it's grown a bit now. Wow. From that to now the role that I have, it was just, you know, a life of if doors were opened, I listened, I paid attention. And if it felt right and I listened to my inner voice, I, I took the step. I was brave enough to take the risk and step through it and see if for me, myself, not necessarily for others, but if for me, myself, if, if it was the right path for me, right. Each path, you know, turned out to be the right one at the right time. And so huge growth, huge learning curves every single time. And yeah, a lot of hard work, like whether it was, you know, oh my gosh, I can just imagine the amount of studying I did, the amount of presenting I did, being an educator over and over again, and doing both at the same time. I was working in the salon full-time and then doing a part-time education role in the evenings, 
or then I switched to a full-time role uh, in education and then working on the weekends or evenings for hair, switching that up. And then now here I am, that door opened. And again, it's like attracts like. Um, and I'm so, so, um, so blessed to have the role that yeah. I have. And then I haven't lost sight of who I am inside either. And I'm a hairdresser at heart. So I'm still doing hair and I don't think, I don't think I'll ever stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that it's in our hands, right? Right. It's so important too. I think, you know, there's a lot of glamour that is showcased in terms of being an educator or a platform artist or what have you. And there is with that travel and with that uh, comes a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of compromise. And I think that, yeah, it's jet setting and it's traveling around to different places and seeing, meeting different people and seeing different locations, you know, in the country or in the world, you know, depending on what brand you're working with, that it really is, you have to have a true, true passion for wanting to serve yes. others in order to be an educator. And then to move up into the role that you're at now, uh, there's such a ser service aspect to it because now you're working with other educators and doing a lot of planning for Oligo. So because we're on the Oligo kick, I want to talk about coffee and I want to talk about the newest kit, the coffee addict collab that you did with Oligo. And the thing with Oligo is they are so innovative and so creative and amazing with coming up with new collections and keeping it like spicy. Right. <laughs> and so with this, I know this is something very near and dear to you. And so I want to talk about this new kit and I want to talk about what makes it so special and what makes it so special to you personally. All right. Okay. I'm excited. The new coffee um, kit and the whole, I love that word, addict on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that in itself was like, oh, yeah, I want to be a part of that. You know, when all ago and with marketing, it, it is a special kit because, you know, it's a collection of, of shades that support different trends that are out there, but popular, you know, requests, like we said at the beginning, or Nina, you said it, like, you know, when customers come in and they're asking for, well, I just want a little bit of the highlights that are more French vanilla or those espressos or caramel macchiatos, whatever that they are, you know, this is a fun uh, kit that gives the stylist all of those shades to maybe play with, even if you haven't used them before or mm. our existing customers to be able to have them accessed right there, but also have, for me, it was special because I got to put my hairdresser hat on and work on the models. So inside you have the additional how-tos and tutorials. So special to me, coffee in particular, this whole life we've been talking about and I'm an early morning riser. Mm. And it comes naturally to me. I rarely set an alarm or wake up to an alarm. It could be two in the morning. I know that sounds crazy, but two or three, it's it's like my go time because there's silence. It's me and my beloved coffee. You know, it's like, I love my coffee. And, and so, you know, I think the whole package really just spoke to me. So I was really excited to participate and be able to create and, and work on the models for it as well. I do have to say really quick, those formulas, Terry, I, 
it just helped me as a colorist to think outside the boxes I was picking up every day and the chloroclast I was picking up every day. And it kind of like sparked this new innovative approach of how I formulate. So I'm really excited. And I think this is going to be exceptional for all the stylists that are using Oligo and maybe are now sparked with their addiction to coffee to get this kit as well. Yeah. Yes. And can I just add one more thing about yes. that? Because sometimes, sometimes with these, these kits or formulas, you know, it's, it's great to share formulas. And I like, I, I like seeing all of yours too, Jay, and all of our, you know, our communities formulas out there, but in particular, always to thinking about their inspired formulas for that particular model. So I still tried to zone in and keep close to some of the shade families and offerings. But yes. Be realistic with the exact model I was working with and the canvas that I had, right? What, how far can I go or what can I work with and still s- stay within the same family? But I'm kind of a, Kiss girl, meaning keep it simple stylist. I <laughs> choose the easiest, the easiest path with maintaining the integrity of the hair too, right? So that's that's really where the formulas come from to support a realistic wearable um, shade that complements each one of them. Love. And if you are interested, you can go on oligopro.com and read Terry's blog where she does break down these formulas and you just, there's a beautifully written blog as well about the new coffee addict kit. And I think the formulas, I was going through some of them and just looking at some of the models and I'm like, oh my gosh, it kind of was like, I remember doing hair once upon a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me back a little bit, which was really, really cool. And just the formulating side of it and, and mixing and really, and even honestly, just the smell of hair color, like mm-hmm. it kind of took me back there a little bit, a little bit of a nostalgic. So make sure you go on oligopro.com and check out Terry's blog and get some of those formulas and get that spark again, like Jay mentioned. Um, I know that Jay, you're going to ask her that, cause I'm so curious about the three words. So do it, go, you do it. Okay. So (laughs) we want, Nina and I are so excited. Um, what three words would you use to describe this new collection? All right. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't want to put a lot of thought into it. I just wanted them to come to me organically. And are you ready for that? I'm ready. Relatable, authentic, mm. and inspiration. Those yes. are the words that automatically came to me. Um, and especially inspiration uh, really came to me because inspire or inspirar, if you go with the stems from the Latin word inspirar, but it means to breathe in or inhale. And what I love about that is, and yes, it did just come to me <laughs> organically, but just the community that we have with all of our stylists uh, supporting Oligo and sharing all of their beautiful work, because you're going to see that throughout the collection, not just mine, but it allows for that inspiration and that connection to your own creativity. Yes. Mm. Whoo. I am here for it now. If you want to grab this new amazing coffee kit collection, make sure you reach out to your local distributor, 
go on oligopro.com and check out Terry's blog because you're going to be inspired since that's one of her words, yes. uh, because it really is cool to see uh, just the different formulas put together with, with the color that's already existing. Right. Because I think that's, what's cool about sharing formulas is like, sometimes you just don't think of things that way. And that's yeah. what's so great about bouncing ideas off of other like-minded stylists. So Terry, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and your coffee chat with us. And where can people find you? Where can they reach out to you if they have questions? Where are you reachable? Okay. And I, you can reach me, you know, I am on Instagram, so you can reach me at terry.tk or you can also contact me at, uh, right through Oligo Professional at info at oligopro.com. You can just, you could probably reach me through Nina and Jay as well. <laughs> and so there you go. And I just want to thank the both of you so, so much for having me and, and, uh, creating this space for us. Absolutely. It was amazing. Yes. This is so great. And I love, that's why I love having guests because we just get to learn so much more about you and your journey. So thank you again for sharing all of your info and insight with us and make sure that you give Terry a follow on Instagram. Make sure you give a little follow and a shout to our sponsor at Oligo Pro, at Oligo Pro on Instagram, my best guy at it's Mr. J Ladner and myself at Nina Tulio. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know that it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time. Bye.